Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan with Glenn Raglan Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we thank you again for this week's podcast. We thank you for those who have tuned in. We pray for the peace of the United States. We pray for the coronavirus victims, their families. We pray for the first responders, those who are tending to the needs, of those who are sick. We pray that your word will go forward. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for the response to my series, What the Bible Says About Angels. Part three ended with a plea to put on the whole armor of God found in Ephesians 6, verses 10 through 17. Each day, millions of Christians go about their daily task without suiting up for the spiritual battle that they are about to face. This daily battle is for our hearts and minds. Lack of preparation can allow Satan to plant seeds of doubt in you. Putting on the whole armor of God prevents Satan from accomplishing his goal. Paul wrote his prison epistles, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, and Philemon, during his two-year house arrest in Rome. He was able to secure a rented house, according to Acts 28 and 30, and had a soldier who guarded him, found in Acts 28 and 16. It was this Roman soldier's armor that influenced Paul's words in Ephesians 6, verses 10 through 17. When recruits join the military, they are not given weapons immediately. They must first go through basic training to get physically strong. Paul establishes that we should also get strong, but not through push-ups, running, and sit-ups, but through the Lord. Paul proclaims in Ephesians 6 and 10, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. My friends, many Christians are guilty of trying to put on the armor without first getting the Lord's strength and the Lord's might. The result is too many spiritually wounded warriors who are casually sitting on the sidelines. That's why I encourage you every week to find and attend a good Bible teaching church. A good church will encourage you to find strength in the Lord, not yourself or your pastor or other church members. If your church is not putting you through spiritual basic training in some form of new members class, you need to find another church or suggest a basic training class to the pastor. Once we have completed spiritual basic training, we can then learn how to use God's power and God's might to accomplish His plans in advanced training. Just as today's military would never send an untrained soldier into battle, so it is in God's army. Except too many Christians decide to go into battle without being declared fit for duty. Are you ready for duty? So why must a soldier in the Lord's army put on the whole armor of God? Ephesians 6, 11b answers the question, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. The wiles of the devil include a broad range of activity, including attacks on our minds and emotions. These attacks include condemnation, doubt, fear, evil thoughts, and depression. In Matthew 16, 13, Jesus asked his disciples, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? Peter answers correctly in Matthew 16, 16, and Jesus compliments Peter for his answer in verse 17. Moments later, as Jesus was explaining to his disciples that he would suffer, be killed, and rise on the third day, Peter took Jesus aside and rebuked him for saying such things would happen to him. 
Jesus, in Matthew 16:23a, says, Get behind me, Satan. Do you see how fast Satan attacks? One minute, Jesus had Peter's mind. Minutes later, Satan had his mind. So if Peter could be attacked as he walked and talked with Jesus every day, we will certainly be attacked, especially if we are not properly equipped. We are attacked not by our flesh and blood creatures, but our battle is against spiritual enemies that are organized into ranks. I've mentioned these fallen angels in my previous podcast, and Paul identifies them as powers, rulers of the darkness of this age, and spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Paul repeats the idea of the whole armor of God in Ephesians 6.13. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. My friends, when you put on the whole armor of God, Satan will not be able to touch you. You will be able to withstand the attacks of the enemy. Our mission is not to attack nor retreat. Our mission is to hold the line, stay the course, and not give an inch to Satan. As Paul remained under house arrest, he had an opportunity on a daily basis to study the armor of the Roman guard. So how do we, as Christians, put on the whole armor of God? Paul communicates the order in which to put on the armor. In Ephesians 6.14, Paul writes, Stand therefore, having girded your waist with the truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness. My brothers and sisters, the belt of truth is wrapped around us. Just as the belt holds everything together, the truth stands on its own. Man, if you've ever had a belt break on you, you know that you've been rendered useless without it. And do you think you could fight as your pants are falling down? The truth is the foundation of our faith. Knowing what is the truth, faith in God's word, is the cornerstone of our walk with Christ. John 14 and 6 says, He is the way, the truth, and the life. Next, Paul tells us to put on the breastplate of righteousness. The breastplate protected vital organs and could be composed of a solid piece of metal or numerous small pieces of metal that were sewn to cloth or leather and overlapped like fish scales. The breastplate does not protect the back. A soldier is expected to stand firm, not turn their backs to the enemy and retreat. We must be careful not to think that we can put on our own righteousness just because we've done a good thing or two for the Lord. Jesus' righteousness is credit to all who believe in him. Let the righteousness cover your heart and keep it strong. Ephesians 6 and 15 teaches that we should have our feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Roman soldiers were able to conquer huge areas because they were able to make long marches. The sandals that they wore had nails like cleats for sure grip. Indeed, the Roman army was well prepared. Our preparation comes from the gospel. As we share the word, it strengthens us and others against Satan's attacks. We rob ourselves of peace when we are worried and anxious. When we concentrate on spreading the gospel, we do not have time for a pity party. The enemy doesn't want you to have peace, for peace is one of the fruits of the Spirit. In addition to all these pieces of armor, Ephesians 6 and 16 says, Take the shield of faith with you, which you will be able to quench the fiery darts of the wicked one. The Roman shield was the main defensive weapon, covered in leather and dipped in water so that fire arrows would be extinguished when they hit the shield. Satan hurls fiery darts of doubt, fear, lies, and feelings to make us panic and drop our shield and run. The helmet of salvation 
found in Ephesians 6.17a, protects the head. The Roman helmet was a leather cap with metal added for extra strength. Satan tries to discourage us by telling us our sin is too great to be saved. The helmet gives us hope for past, present, and future salvation. We have been saved by the work of Jesus on the cross and his resurrection. Ephesians 2 and 8 proclaims, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that is not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. We are being saved on a daily basis by the message of the cross. 1 Corinthians 1 and 18 says, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Our future salvation means we shall be saved from God's wrath. Romans 5 and 9 teaches, Much more then, having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. When we know that our future is with Christ, it is hard to be discouraged. The next time you're feeling down, give God some praise. If you can give God sincere praise and still be depressed, please write or call me. I don't think you can do both. The final piece of the armor is found in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 17b. The sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. All the other previously mentioned pieces of the armor are defensive in nature. The sword of the Spirit is both defensive and offensive. The Word of God in the hands of an untrained soldier is a danger to himself. That's why we must practice using the Word daily, so that when it's time to use it, we can use it effectively. When the devil tried to tempt Jesus in the wilderness, Jesus used the Word on him. It is written. Friends, I hope this podcast has been a blessing to you. When you share it with others, you never know who you may help save to be a soldier in the Lord's army. Let's pray. Father, again, we thank you for today's podcast. We pray for the good soldiers in your army that will stand against the wiles of the devil. Thank you for your armor. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, I encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. This ministry is supported by friends like you. If you'd like to donate to us, go to greatministries.org and click on the donate button. Or you may write to us at P.O. Box 1654, Lilburn, Georgia, 30048, or call us at 678 678- 693-2204. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.